Hey, what's up? Um, I'm Diego Dreyfus. This is my first podcast in English. I've been doing podcasts for years and I speak in Spanish. I was born in Mexico and I work for Latin America and I love it. But I wanted to do something in English because uh, I've seen that, well, first of all, it's the language of the world, whether we like it or not. And second of all, um, I've seen a lot of famous, very famous people in America In, in the United States of America, and they're impacting pretty much all of the world, and thanks to the language, and thanks also to the marketing and the force that the United States has always had in the world. And I see that their impact is not always um, positive, it's not always helping, and I just had to do it, you know? I had to speak in English for once. I don't give a crap if I get famous or not. I just had to do it. Um, so, I want to talk about a map of consciousness that I read from a guy named David R. Hawkins and how there's a level of consciousness in your life and how there's a view of life and how you, you feel about it. And there's also like, a, like an emotional state associated to it. There's, there's this emotion associated to the, your level of consciousness. And I want to talk about it because even though you might feel you're successful, like I was saying, there's a lot of famous, successful, incredible human beings in the USA, but um, even though you're living that American dream, well, you might not be as happy as you think, and you might need some help. <laughs> and I think you're impacting other human beings, and you're making them want a life that is not even cool, you know, it's not even nice, it's not even peaceful, joyful, loving, I don't know, there's a lot of levels here that I'm going to talk about. So I'm going to go from the bottom up and I'm going to start talking about these levels of consciousness that might help you um, put yourself in one and, and, and see your life as it is. Please don't judge it. and I'm not doing so. I don't care where you are. It's for you to know where you are and then from there you can grow. Um, the reason I, I've been speaking for years and I think I have success in Latin America is because First of all, I speak like it comes out. I don't give a crap what people think. Um, here in English, I have an accent. It's obvious. I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not from the USA. I have an accent. It's not my first language, but I'll do my best. And the second reason I think I have success in Latin America, it's because I do not judge. Everybody judges. I'm a human being. I know. Right now, I'm I'm sitting on a couch, and I know it's a couch because there's a judgment in my brain. And um, now I'm standing up and I know I stood up and there's, it's full of ideas, my brain, and it's full of par paradigms and, and it's full of preset um, ideas that help me construct my world. But the judgment I'm talking about, it's this looking at other people's lives and, and thinking they're less or more than you are. So I'm not doing that. I never do it. I just see it as it is and talk about it and let you, I don't know, chew on it. So this first level of consciousness, the first name I would put there so you know where you are is shame. And there's always like a view of life. If you feel shame in your life, it's pretty obvious that it's miserable. You're not, you're not okay. Shame is the worst. Shame is the lowest... Um, state of consciousness you can be at you or you can live in it's the worst shame is something that doesn't help you in your life 
I love responsibility and I love the consequence that you can have if you make yourself responsible, but I don't care about shame. I never, I never feel shame. It's why, you know, why, why feel less than somebody else? Why judge myself? Why, why hit myself on the back? Why, why shit on myself? Why, why should I view myself as anything but love and with love and, and greatness? I know I make mistakes. I know I'm not perfect. I know I've hurt people, but why put myself in a miserable state of life like shame? So it's associated with an emotional state called humiliation. Um, you're always humiliated or you feel humiliated. So that first step or that first place of consciousness, it's easy to get out because then you start feeling guilt and, and it, it's a little bit higher, you know. Shame is the lowest. Shame, you don't even feel guilty. You just feel ashamed. Um, there's no anger there. There's no hope with guilt at least there's a sense of, of i did it you know it's it, there's a sense of you <laughs> having a little bit of power even even negative power but you did it with with shame there's nothing you know there with shame it's just you feeling horrible miserable so with guilt there's this uh, view of life that's just evil it's better than miserable there's anger here and it's evil you know there's there's you're angry and there's always blame around and you're you're around blame you blame people you are blamed and there's always you're always looking to the outside world so shame the first one you're inside but in the worst way possible you're inside yourself but in the worst possible way it's like you're a piece of crap the second uh step of consciousness is guilt and now you're outside now you're looking at, every, at everybody you're 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 blaming and and you're looking at what they do wrong and you're in anger and you're evil and you feel guilty and then you feel um like you have to throw that guilt somewhere else because you can't handle it so you start i don't know hating and there's all this evil and hateful side of it so the next step when you go up in the map of consciousness would be apathy. Once you're out of guilt and that anger, it's like nothing moves you, you know? You used to be moved by anger. You used to be moved by guilt. But now you're just in apathy and total despair and, in, and you're hopeless, you know? Here, I just want to make you understand that wherever you are, there's always a better place. And when you're very low in your consciousness, you're going to feel that the next step is still shitty and crappy. And it is, but it's better. And you're getting out of where you were. So please let it be. Stop judging. Stop trying to be good. Now you're out of apathy. Now you feel this kind of grief and you, you regret where you, what you do. There's no guilt anymore. There's no blaming. Now, it, now, there's, now you're looking inside with a little bit more love than that shame state you know you're you're loving yourself more when you're grieving there's yeah yeah it's tragic and but there's regret and there's kind of there's a loving side to it you know you're like oh, i could i could have done better that means that you trust yourself you could have done better you you didn't that's what you did was the best that you could with the with the tools you had you could have done better the only thing that it means is that 
there's love inside yourself and you trust yourself that there could have been a better way. And I think there is a better way. So after grief, you start feeling the next step of consciousness would be fear. You feel fear because, yeah, there's love inside. And now there's a possibility. Every time there's a possibility, there's fear. And yeah, the view of life is just frightening now. It's not tragic, it's frightening. And there's anxiety there because now you're looking to the future. When you feel anxiety, it means you're in the future. When you feel depression, it means you're in the past. So now you're you're anxious. <laughs> now you're in the future. Now you're afraid. You don't want to move. So everything, it feels, again, it doesn't feel good. You're not happy. If you're listening to me for the first time and you were in the, if you were in the lowest level of consciousness, you're going to be with me right now to say, well, I'd rather be in fear than, than in shame, you know, or in guilt. I'd rather be fearful. But if you're just listening to me and you put yourself right in the middle here in fear, you would say, well, yeah, but I, I, I'm there. You know, I've been there for a year. It's horrible. I'm in fear. I've been, I've been afraid, I don't know, all my life or for, for four years after my brother's death or whatever. I've just been afraid and it's horrible. I feel, I feel anxiety. I don't want to move. I don't want to go forward. Yeah, but go with me. Bear with me. There's something better. So the next step in consciousness would be desire. After you let go of that fear and you just like, yeah, you decide to step, to step forward and to walk in life. And even though you could die and even though there's fear and even though you're frightened, you start walking, the anxiety goes away and now there's desire and the associated emotional state would be craving, which is again, even though here, Society here starts saying it's okay, even though it's not nice, because desire and craving have a view of life that's disappointing. Every time you desire something and you don't get it, you get disappointed. You're giving your power to the outside. So as you can see here, I've been giving you six steps of consciousness and the six steps are inside, outside, inside, outside, but none of them feel good, you know? You haven't gone inside to love yourself and you're, and you're not going outside to give love. You're just in and out, just looking at everybody and looking at yourself and feeling shameful and then grief and then fear and apathy and you're just there, you know? You're being moved by life. So now you're in desire. Now, now you think you're moving yourself, but desire is craving. Craving is wanting. Wanting comes from a need and a need means that you don't feel whole. You don't feel complete. There's always something missing. So the bad thing about this is that if, if there's always something missing, the minute you achieve something and you get it, yeah, it won't be disappointing for that second, but then you're disappointed because there's a bigger emptiness there. There's a, now, that, now what? You know, now I got it. So if you get it, you get that now what? If you don't get it, you're always disappointed. You're always craving. You're always wanting, desiring. You're always losing your present moment. So the next step of consciousness would be anger. So every, every time now that you listen to somebody in your life and you see them, for example, angry, you'll know that they're not doing that bad, you know? There's six steps behind them of consciousness. They could be lower. So if you're angry, if you've been ang angry all your life or for a while, the emotional state associated to this state of consciousness is hate. And yeah, 
it looks the view of life is antagonistic everything is a no you know you're always fighting everything and everyone and whoever puts themselves in front of you you're fighting them not necessarily with your fists but you're fighting ideas you're always saying no in your head you're always pushing life away so anger at least again there's like an engine here now it, the desire, this craving and disappointing now is like, oh, now what? You know, first it was disappointing. Now you get just fucking angry. I, I, I'm not getting this, you know. So you get the next step is pride. And pride is just demanding. There's scorn there. So it's, it's stronger. It's, it looks higher than anger. You, you could even be with a smile in your face. But mm, you're not happy, you know. Pride... There's no, there's no humility there. It, you could be walking tall, and but you're looking in every, at everybody like something lower than you. You're looking down on everybody. And that makes you lonely. And you're not really full of yourself. You're not happy. There's something missing. So the next step is courage. As you can see, we're getting somewhere here. It's starting to look a little bit brighter. You know, there's light now coming to us. Now there's courage. And it's feasible. You know, now, now the, the emotional state associated here is affirmation. You start saying yes instead of no. You start to see the possibility inside of you. There's courage. You, you, you try it out. You try life without desire. You try life without anger. You try life without feeling better than anybody else. You just try life, you know. You just, you just breathe and be courageous and go out. And the next step of consciousness would be neutrality. It's the first step. It's just trust. It's good. It's the first step of consciousness. If you're here and you're listening to me, if you feel your life is neutral and your view of life is satisfactory and the emotional state associated is just you trust life and you're okay. It's the first level of consciousness that feels good. The bad thing about this is that you could stay there for all your life. And there's so many other levels above you. You could feel so much better. You could be so much brighter in your life. But you're just there, you know. So this first step that I'm saying neutrality is the first one that makes you be okay in life. I know a lot of people here, a lot of people that just are neutral in their life. You know, they go... They have Sunday brunch. They they watch soccer. They go on Mondays to work. They have they drive a good car. They dress well. They go shopping. They have a wife. And they they crave sometimes. They, then they come out of craving. And sometimes they fear, but they come out of fear. So they're they're always neutral. You know. Sometimes there's pride. Sometimes there's lower emotions. They never go up. Sometimes they they level to something lower, but they come back to neutrality. So if you want a better life. There has to be hope, optimism. And that's the next level. It's willingness. You have to hope and be optimistic about life. You have to start seeing what could be instead of what you, you have and it's okay. But it could be better. Yeah, but I have a good life. Yeah, but you're here. You came to this world. I don't think you just came to have a good life. You know, People that say that, that they came to life to be happy, I think they're wrong. Because shit happens and you're always waiting for the universe to throw you a good thing. And when it doesn't, you're angry. You're not okay. You're not happy. So people that think 
that they came to be happy have always a kind of sad life. Always a sad life, but some moments are good, you know? My birthday was great. Last New Year was awesome. When I got wasted the other day and the party was great. But the rest of your life, what? You know, life is not a series of good moments. Life is all that space between those special dates, you know? All of that space that you don't consider special is life. So I think happiness is something that we have to work on. It's not something that you just happen to have. I think fulfillment is something that if you stop complaining and really get in the here and now, it's something that it's there, you know. But happiness, we get it. Happiness, you can even buy it, you know. It's something that is going to be out there and it's a view of life. So I think there has to be optimism here. There has to be hope, willingness. And after you have this optimism and this hope, there's acceptance. You know, that's the next level of consciousness. So you're going to be harmonious. It's going to be a bit better than... Then we've gone through two good states, which is satisf satisfactory, then hopeful. Now you're harmonious. It came from trust, then optimism, and now here's forgiveness, which is higher. Forgiveness is higher than optimism. Forgiveness is deeper than optimism. You could be an optimistic and uh, haven't, you haven't forgotten a few things that people did to you, you know. Acceptance comes with forgiveness. You have to let go of your past. This is the moment that you really get rid of your past your past does not define you anymore you can have good memories the bad memories you redefine them and the rest it doesn't really matter you know i i i don't want to talk about me because it's not important but i'm trying to to tell people how i live and maybe it'll help you i don't remember a lot of things from my past i don't remember what i ate yesterday i don't remember dates um i don't remember i don't know what day is today and and I'm not joking. I never know that. Um, I don't know what time my flight leaves. I, I have no idea. I don't. I don't put my mind on the past or in the future. I use. I use technology and people that work with me to see what's in the future, and all of my past. I go through it. I redefine it. I let it go. I forgive it, and that's it. I accept it, and that takes me to the next level of consciousness, which which is reason. There's, it's meaningful now. Your, your view of life is meaningful. There's understanding here. There's a reason to live. You get out of acceptance and now you're moving forward. Now you're creating. There's a reason for you to exist. You're not just here. You're not just trusting the universe. You're not just happy. You're not just forgiving. Now you're understanding. Now, you're, now there's a meaning in your life. And that takes you to the next level of consciousness, which is love. Love, of course, you, you might think is the highest level of consciousness. And I think it's very high. Yeah, we're getting to the top here. But it's not. Love puts a view of life which is benign. It's great to be there. There's reverence. It's just, it's, it's, it's lovely. You know, it's an energy that comes out. You don't need anything. You're fulfilled and you give it. You know, you're giving people that. But above love, there's something better. And... People that think that came here to love and that's it, I think they're forgetting that we're all one and that there's a sense of completion if you look at the rest of the, hum of the human beings next to you. So the next level would be joy and the emotional state associated, it's serenity and the view of life is complete here. 
it was benign with love now it's complete now you look at everything at everyone at your past at your future and everything is complete and when you feel complete and there's serenity and there's this joy joy is not being happy i lost my sister three months or four months ago and and i'm not happy you know about that but i can feel joy and I, i feel complete i don't miss her i don't need her I think of her, I love her, I put my energy out there, you know, I, I have a reason to live, I understand why I'm here, I feel this benign view of life and then I feel complete and, and I feel serenity and it takes me to the next level of consciousness which is peace, peace is perfect, the view of life is just perfect, when you feel peace inside of you, you, you want to cry, it, it makes you want to cry because the emotional state here is bliss and crying out of bliss just talking about it makes me my skin feel different it just yeah it's everything is perfect you know i don't i have no idea who's listening to me i didn't do this podcast because i wanted to get anywhere um i think that it's taken me years to get to this point in my life where I can share like this in a language that is not mine it's not my first language I don't feel totally comfortable comfortable, and I don't care I just have to do it I have to give it I feel peace in my life every day I feel perfect I feel bliss and I think I'm entering my the last level of consciousness according to David R. Hawkins. I think that I'm entering that state right now in my life. And I wanted to share it with you guys because maybe someone understands this podcast and starts going up that ladder of their life, you know. You have you don't have to compare yourself to anybody. It's your race against you. And, if, and and the thing about racing is not about winning it's about growing it's about learning it's about getting new abilities that's what's fun about competing it's not about winning the, the reason you won is because you got better that's what feels good so I'm entering the last state of consciousness in my life I have no idea how much life I have left but I'm very thankful that I can do this and help others and the last level of consciousness according to this guy David is enlightenment and the associate the, the emotional state associated is just ineffable and the view of life it's more than perfect it just is It's just, it's just that, you know. Yeah, that silence, that 
feeling of fulfillment is just, it's just better than perfect it's just it's just is in fact it's not perfect anymore all the anger in the world all the killing all the racism it's just is you know it's part of the game you, I accept it it's just it's, it's just there and I know that by being me and feeling the way I feel and giving the way I'm giving and existing I'm already okay and it's already worth it and it already means something and I hope this podcast helps you in some way and I hope since it's my first one in English you can share it and help me make it viral so I can help others um, I don't really care about fame fame is just a tool to touch more people and I don't really care about money money is just another tool to touch more people so if I become wealthier than I am and if I become more famous than I am for the first time in my life I can say that I don't need it and I'm prepared for it so that's why I wanted to make it the first reason I wanted to do this podcast came because I see famous people in America and in other countries too and they're impacting they're they're influencing other human beings but not necessarily in a, in a positive way you know they're they're selling themselves to brands it's okay they're making money it's okay they're using fame it's okay everything is okay but there's this emptiness to it and there's this being better than the rest you know and there's this forever competing i saw I saw a documentary of Lady Gaga the other day and I don't even know her. I'm not a fan. Now I admire her now, but I'm not a fan. And um and I say I'm not a fan because I don't feel under her. You know, I admiration is at the same level and being a fan makes someone be on top of you and then when they make a mistake, you throw them down and then you step and then you're a hater. So I'm not a fan and I'm not a hater. I admire her and I cried with with her documentary on Netflix because I saw her she has a tremendous gift she opens her mouth and she sings and she touches you it, it's just God coming out of her mouth and she's never there's never it's never enough she's never happy everything hurts she was sad now there was this next big goal of singing at the Super Bowl after that what now she made a movie after that what now now you get 27 oscars whatever nominations 40 grammys now what it doesn't matter so w i wish one day she could hear this but um and if she hears this please call me <laughs> we can have a talk and i think you could be much stronger bigger and and you can help so many people by being you doing what you do but feeling walking feeling and doing and being in a totally in a higher state of consciousness so i wish if it's not with me and you do it by on your own you and other famous people and other rich people and other you know influential people i think that have a responsibility with yourselves to grow bigger in your consciousness that way you can really influence the rest which are just a reflection of us 
So anyway, it all started with a famous person having a documentary and making me realize that with fame, money, a great gift, a beautiful voice, outer beauty, inner beauty, family, everything, everything you could dream of, everything, and you're not okay, and you're not happy. I didn't even say joy. You're not happy. You're not accepting. There's no love there. And there is love, but there's no real joy. There's no real peace. And of course, there's not enlightenment. You, we all need to reach the last and highest level of consciousness, which is enlightenment. It's just is. I hope this helps you. Thanks for listening. See you on the next one. Bye-bye.